Welcome to The Torch, a podcast with Brian Gibbs presenting biblical insights and prophetic perspectives for cultural and current events in this hour, contending for personal revival, national awakening, and generational reformation. Produced by Victory, a church of his presence, and Light the Fire Ministries coming to you from Sarasota, Florida. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to The Torch. Come on. (laughs) Those of you watching, those of you listening, welcome. Uh, Great to be with you. Uh, Josiah and I are back in the studio. It's feeling really good in here as well. And uh, always a blessing to be with you. This is going to be a great episode. And I believe the Holy Spirit is going to lead us in a wonderful way. Um, so we've taken some weeks off. We came into the new year, as as many of you know. Well, all of you know when we came into the new year. Uh, but we took some time off and um, went through an extended fast uh, here at Victory, uh, a church of, of His presence. Uh, had a powerful fast, and now we're setting up, ready to go. Um, had a wonderful time of prayer in here this morning. Uh, this is going to be a really solid, solid episode, and and I want to go to prayer in just a few moments, and uh, I'm just I just want to say it's just great to be back with you guys, and it's a beautiful morning. I'll, I'll go ahead and give you the the weather commentary of Sarasota. <laughs> uh, beautiful day, beautiful morning, gorgeous, fabulous. Okay, you're welcome. There you go. For those of you up north in the snow, sleet, and terrible weather. I apologize, and so uh, we love you, we bless you, we're still friends, and I'm sorry to talk about the weather. So, listen, we're going to dive in deep. I I do want to say some special opening prayers this morning. Um, Our friend and U.S. Congressman Greg Stubbe, he he oversees the uh, District 16 and 17 here in Sarasota, of course. Uh, He's a friend. Uh, He's a solid, courageous Christian, mighty patriot. He's a tremendous leader, and frankly, we need Greg Stubbe in the fight and in the warfare in Washington, D.C. Greg fell last night around 25 feet off of a ladder, had a horrendous accident at his uh, home here locally, and he is in stable condition. Uh, but we want to pray for him. I just thought it would be really good for us to open the broadcast. I have several things I want to pray about, but I want to pray for Greg. I want to pray for his wife, Jen. And uh, so I just want you to join me as we just begin to break open the word today and go as the Spirit leads. Um, let's lift up Greg right now. Father, I just I thank you so much, Lord, for your friend, your son, I bless Greg even now. I Father, I thank you that he's stable. I thank you for the team of doctors. I thank you for the team of nurses. But Lord, most of all too, I thank you for your healing hands and your protection and your touch now. Mend his body back together. Bring him into perfection. Come on, just come into agreement. All of you out there right now, don't just listen to this prayer. Just come into agreement with it right now. Just declare perfection over Greg Stubbe's body right now, that the Lord would put his bones, his muscles, everything back together, his disc, everything back together. 
Lord, we, we just speak and declare that there will be no more residual harm moving forward, and there will be total healing from this accident, healing from the trauma in the name of Jesus. And Lord, that you would give Greg the ultimate comeback and you would restore him. And Lord, we, we just, we thank you for Jen. And Lord, we just speak your peace and the comfort of the Holy Spirit upon her now. Lord, your ministry, I pray that she feels your manifest presence and she feels, Lord, the army of the saints' prayers upon her and Greg right now. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Hallelujah. And now, Lord, we just, we just want to pray over the torch as we've come together. Those that are viewing, those that are listening, we just pray over the torch for this year of 2023. And Holy Spirit, I just want to pray that you direct my steps. Lord, that you would inspire and direct my words. You, you would hone me in. Lord, you would focus me. Lord, that our content for the torch this year uh, would be for this time and for this season. And Lord, that we would hit the mark and we would hit the mark very strong in 2023. And Holy Spirit, we just pray together that you will light the fire. You will strengthen your people. Hallelujah. You'll strengthen your sons and daughters, your ministers, your intercessors. Encourage them, Lord, that this year through the torch, Lord, we will bring encouragement. We will lift. We will equip your people. We will strengthen your people, Lord. And I've I just speak this blessing. I release it over all of you listening throughout the United States of America, but also overseas and other nations. Those of you listening, watching in Australia and England and other nations, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just pray the torch goes to them this year, the torch of your presence. And Lord, that all that we do would be pointing to the face of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you. We love you. We bless you and we bless your bride globally in Jesus' name. Come on and shout an amen. I know you're shouting one. All right, I got to get a quick sip of coffee and we'll be right back. Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> and we're back. So today's episode, yes, you can see my cup for those of you that are watching. It is not brought to you by... Bob Evans, down on the farm. Sorry, I wanted to sing today. Actually, I don't want to sing, but I can't help, I can't help saying Bob Evans without saying down on the farm. Gotta love Ohio. Come on, shout out to those Buckeyes up there. Come on, you know you love it. All right, enough with Bob Evans. Let's, uh, let's go. Here's the first word, and I think this is, we're going to come full circle today, but here, here we come. <laughs> this is Romans Chapter 15, verse 13, one verse, it's out of the Passion Translation right now. Are you ready? Now, may God, the inspiration and fountain of hope, fill you with overflowing and uncontainable joy and perfect peace as you trust in Him. And may the power of the Holy Spirit continually surround your life with superabundance until you radiate with hope. Oh, I love the way that's worded. Powerful, powerful. Okay, so here we are, guys. We have just crested into this brand new year, 2023. Um, 
I don't have to belabor the point. I think we all understand uh, the world has gone wildly wicked. It's gone bats crazy, beyond crazy, uh, in, in these last many years. And I, I, I could spend the whole episode, of course, giving commentary to that. And of course, we, we speak a lot, you know, to the things on the spiritual landscape, the governmental landscape, political landscape. Um, but ultimately the torch is not here to regurgitate news. I mean, who, who wants to do that? We want to point people to the Lord. But as I look at things right now, I mean, I could spend this whole first episode on the born alive bill. I don't know how 210 house of representatives voted no, like barbaric savages that cannot even protect human lives of babies after birth. Can't even stand to save it. And I believe every preacher in America should be crying out over this abomination that is plaguing the leadership of America right now. I'm not going to spend this whole episode talking about that bill uh, or that that subject. And I could, and maybe and maybe we will at, at one point, but not not today. Um, I I could speak all day giving commentary to. Uh, the demons of D- uh, Davos, Switzerland, that are gathering right now with Klaus Schwab uh, at the World Economic Forum and all of their deadly delusions of planning smart cities and uh, a meatless future for the nations. I mean, it's just insanity, total insanity. Uh, you know, you know, man without God is ugly. But I'll go a step further. I I will say this. Man without God is not only ugly. Man without God becomes deadly. And that is what we are seeing that is manifesting and unfolding in the World Economic Forum right now. And most of you are on top of the game. Those of you that are connected with the torch. And so you understand the subject matter. However, all that being said, that's not what we're going to focus the torch on today. Um. We're going to focus the torch on what I believe, scripturally, I mean, it's not, only, it's not just my convictions. I mean, my convictions are born right out of the Word of God. I believe it's the most important thing today, and we're going to talk about our heart. And I felt led by the Holy Spirit driving in early this morning to go back to a message I released on New Year's night. We had a New Year's celebration here at Victory. I want to go back to that message, and I wanted to release some of the bulk of that message now into the torch, because I know this hits, this hits a very broad, vast audience, and so I wanted to give some of those thoughts, some of those insights today, really about guarding what matters most, and we all know it's not the externals. It's not, it's not all those things that have people's attention and all the things that people are so obsessed over. What's most important we know is our heart and our inner life, our inner life with the Holy Spirit. And so uh, this message, you know, coming to you today from the torch uh, will be far more, uh, well, I'll just say it like this. It won't be provocative. (laughs) I need another sip of coffee. Hold on. It's been a long morning on, on many fronts. All right, hold on. Okay. Um, but I, I want to go here because when we talk about guarding over what is most important, it, it is about the heart of a man or the heart of a woman. 
It's about your inner life with the Lord, your faith life, what you allow yourself to meditate upon, where you allow your mind and your heart to marinate in, where you go. You have to guard that every day. If you're not guarding your heart every day, you're going to sink. And every one of us, well, we understand this. I mean, we're looking at a culture that is so ethically, morally, and everything else adrift. They're not anchored in the Word of God. A lot, lot of believing believers at one point, they were anchored and now finding themselves drifting everywhere. And there's sad commentary on that. I mean, there's no, there's no shortage of that. People are falling away from God. So I, wanna, I want you to look at the Scripture with me. Proverbs chapter 4, and I'm going to read seven verses here. I'm going to begin in verse 20. We're going to read through 27. I'm in the New King James Version. My son, pay attention to what I say. And I could say this today, or, or my daughter, my son, or my daughter. Pay attention to what I say. Incline your ear to my words. Now, before we read on, I want to grab that phrase, pay attention, because in the Hebrew language, pay attention in Hebrew is geshab. Geshab. And what it means, it means focused listening. This is powerful. Because your life, <clears throat> your life actually, my life, your life actually depends on how we listen. This Now, grab a hold of this, Geshab. It's, it's a picture of an animal that pricks up its ears to hear what is approaching. We've all seen video or we've seen it live and in person, you know, with, a, with an animal out in the woods. And all of, you know, we see their attentiveness, their alert, all of a sudden their ears perk up. And so their ears are inclining, their ears are turning or tuning in. And so um, the word incline or turn your ear, it's the Hebrew word natah. And it means to lift up or to stretch upward. So that's like a picture of a crane bird or, or a giraffe that is eating in the grass. And then suddenly it hears what's in proximity, here's what is now approaching. It moves to attention, its ears go up, and then it inclines its ears by turning and lifting itself up. So what is he saying? He In the scripture here, he's saying, lift up, be at attention, incline your ear to hear the Lord. Verse 21, do not let them out of your sight. What? The word. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart. For they are life to those who find them and health to one's whole body. Now, I'll pause here again. I would just say, I would say in 2023, life and health, life and health are the two most important things you're probably to focus on in this new year. Find, find them. Listen to what he says. Keep them within your heart for they are life to those who find them and health to one's body. So find them actually means that you're you're in pursuit, right? We know for it's the glory of God to conceal a matter, yet it's the glory of kings to seek it out. So if you're seeking something out, there's the pursuit. It's it's aggressive. It's not it's it's not passive. You're hungry for spiritual food. And let me encourage you throughout this entire year, eat a lot of the word of God. Stay in the presence, but Eat the word of the Lord. Incline your ear. It's going to be life to you. It's going to be health to you. Health. 
I mean, this is a major issue. I mean, since March of 2020, since this whole scamdemic came about, the vaccine, all of this stuff, you better believe your health's important. Okay, so it's important to be on the pursuit to make sure that we find health in life. Where are we going to find it? We're going to find it in the Word. Verse 23, above all else, guard your heart. There it is. Say it with me. Guard your heart. Those of you listening, say it with me. Guard your heart. For everything you do flows from it. Keep your mouth free of, of perversity. Keep corrupt talk from your lips. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. What's he saying? He's saying focus your vision. Focus, narrow down your scope. Don't be distracted of everything. You fill in the blank of everything that's happening in these last days. That is just insanity. Verse 26, give careful thought to your, for the past for your feet. Be steadfast in all of your ways. Do not turn to the right or the left. Keep your foot from evil. I love that. Of course, another very familiar scripture, Romans chapter 12. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Now, notice that it's not radical. It's not extremist. It's, it's reasonable to offer yourself to God like this. And then he goes on. He says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. So it's the Spirit of God. It is, it is the transformational power of the Holy Spirit within you that changes you. It's, it's you know, I've said this a lot. Christianity is not a sin management program. Christianity is not a be, behavioral modification program. Okay, it's the power of God within you. It's where the Holy Spirit begins to change things where old things pass away and all things become new. How? By the ministry of the Holy Spirit within you, where you're being transformed from within. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 23 says, be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Ephesians 5 tells us how's that happen. It comes by the washing of the word. So key verse here out of out of Proverbs 4 and 23 as we're reading. And uh, you know what? I've been reading out of the NIV. I wasn't reading out of the New King James. Sorry about that. Above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Guard your heart. We're talking about really what, what matters the most in 2023, what we really need to watch over but also what we want to speak today to what we really need to be investing in. The, the entire atmosphere of America is so permeated with a lot of animosity, a lot of grief, a lot of election madness that continues on, corruption at its, at its highest levels and forms of leadership, of integrity. The, the, the nation is battling still over the political spirit that's always twisting and hijacking itself for dominance, and even in the church, we understand. But today I want to say, again, we want to be intentional this year of 2023 to be focused. We want to be careful to 
guard our heart. We want to be very careful where we allow our heart to soak in or where we allow our heart to go. You got to be careful what you allow your heart to meditate upon. And I will say this, you have to steward your heart. You present your heart to the Lord daily in covenant. That's how you do it. You steward your heart. You don't allow your heart and your mind to go places they shouldn't be going. They have to be anchored, harnessed in with the Lord so that you're able to live what, what, we, what we call here at Victory the way of the covenant keepers. We live a covenant-keeping life that we are in covenant with God. We're not only in covenant with God, we're in covenant. We're, we're people that are in covenant with our spouses. We're in covenant with our children. We're in, we're in covenant with your grandchildren. You're, you're in covenant with your church, your, your ecclesia, your family. Uh, I, I, I live in such a way, I feel I live in a conviction that I'm even in covenant to the United States of America, to my nation. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit, a little bit later in this episode. So again, our heart is so, our heart is everything. He says there in the proverb, he said, above all, guard your heart. And your heart needs the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Your heart needs the, the ministry of the Spirit of truth. And I've said before, the, the Holy Spirit is the exact opposite of the spirits that are at work right now in the earth that are, that are just ravaging people to bring intimidation and to bring manipulation and domination and and ultimately to control and to defeat an individual or or a nation for that matter next our heart has to be very alert in this hour if you're going to guard your heart of course to be on guard is to be alert your your heart has to be alert you have to be standing at attention in this hour your heart has to be discerning the only way that's going to happen is by being sensitive and continually tenderized to the burning love of God that comes by quality time in the Word and quality time in prayer and worship with the Lord. Your heart has to be secured. Your heart has to be protected in the presence and in the peace of God. And I've said again, our heart has to be anchored in the truth of the Word. So guard your heart guard your heart next here's another thought i'm going to grab another sip of coffee now the level before we look at this passage i'm going to i'm going to read something to you out of luke chapter 12. before i look at this passage i know for i know for me and maybe you're somewhat like me and maybe our battles you know are somewhat similar but I know the warfare in these last six, seven years have been extraordinary. Uh, it, it, it is radical. And what the upheaval we've seen in this country, all, all of the unfolding, all that the Holy Spirit has revealed out of the belly of the beast of this country has been mind-boggling. And what we're still learning and what is still being exposed. I know that after waging warfare going through so much you can become very weary i've i've had seri- uh, i've had seasons excuse me i've had seasons of just intense weariness where i've had to go to the lord strengthen strengthen myself in the lord and worship 
and get myself filled, uh, refueled, recalibrated, uh, dusted off, if you will, and then pick up the sword and move forward. And I love that word, forward. But I, I, I open with that concerning this thought about guarding our heart. I want you to listen to something that Jesus said. The words of Jesus, Luke chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. It says, In the meantime, when an innumerable multitude of people had gathered together so that they trampled one another. Jeez, that's intense. Think of that. They were trampling one another. He began to speak to his disciples, first of all, and he said, Beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. For there is nothing covered that will not be revealed, nor hidden that will not be known. So what Jesus is, man, this is tense. Jesus is drilling down to the core of a heart issue of self-righteousness, piety, hypocrisy, and he's warning the disciples. Now, don't just read this, you know, objectively and just think of he's warning them. I mean, how many of you are disciples out there, right? We are disciples. Are you a disciple? Yes, you are. So what is Jesus saying? He's saying to us, he's saying to Brian, he's saying to you, take it very personal. Guard your heart against this kind of leaven. Make sure that you give no place to self-righteousness or hypocrisy. Now, what is hypocrisy? We understand that's acting one way, you know, and then you don't live true to that in the facets of your own life. And we thank God for the grace of God. We understand and we remember on our best day, we're in the grace of God. It's still the grace of God when we're on our best day. But there's to be no level of hypocrisy in our life. Jesus said, deal with it. Make sure this leaven doesn't flow in you. You can't have self-righteousness going. And, and I'll tell you, what, I, I'm, that, that, that term, that phrase, self-righteousness, um, a transparent moment, okay? So uh, <laughs> through all of this warfare, when I struggle with such um, burning with the torch of righteousness and speaking to righteousness and justice and the judgments, the righteous judgments of the Lord, that man, at times, I realize in my own heart that I'm stirring, I'm going to places of self-righteousness, and I cannot do that. Of course, like you, I go to the Lord and repent of that. I don't want any of that in my life. And for that matter, I mean, none of us want, none of us want that in our life. But it is a fine line. And so when going back to our subject matter, what are we talking about? Guarding our hearts. And man, when you're in the thick of it, when you're in the thick of the battle, and, and I'm not saying this to be grandiose, but it, you know, for some of us, when we're, we're out there a little bit more on the front lines, uh, the intensity of this is hardcore. And so you got to keep a right spirit. You got to keep humble. You got to keep broken and tender before the Lord. And it's no contradiction that you can be broken and powerful at the same time. There's a proper place of brokenness and humility and a proper place of being powerful in God. It's not either or, it's both and. I don't remember who, who taught this first. I grabbed it years ago. That, that meekness is like velvet-covered steel. It's like, it's like having... You are a sword in the Lord, but yet you're covered in velvet. 
right? So that means you're you're soft, right? You're gentle, but yet you're no compromise. Okay, I think we all understand that. So anyway, I think you got my point. So 2023, and 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 these are some of my closing thoughts, and I, I want to go through these. I've got a number of these, and um, I believe they'll be a blessing to you. In 2023, we are to guard what is most precious. Guard what is most precious to you. And so number one, here's my encouragement. Invest in your relationship with God. I mean, that's a no-brainer, but this is number one. Invest in your relationship with God. Spend time with Father. Spend time with Abba, with Papa. Spend time with the Lord. Spend time with Holy Spirit. Quality time daily. Daily soaking in the Word. Meditating on the Word. Memorizing the Word. Letting your your heart and your thoughts be settled on the Word. Letting the Word wrestle you. Work in you and through you. Spend quality time in prayer, worship, listening, journaling. Guys, yes, buy a journal. Listen for the voice of the Lord. Write down the things He's saying to you in quality times of prayer. Things that He begins to stir up in you. Creative ideas, inventions, business ideas, strategies to the mountain that you're called to. All right? Number two, invest in your family. Somebody give me an amen out there. Invest in your family. Number one, set, set your house in order when it comes to your family. Set your house in order. In 2023, work hard, work daily, work diligent. Set your house in order. Work hard at investing in family relationships. How about this, restoring or mending any broken relationships where you are fighting for unity. You're fighting for love. You're fighting for healing. You're not fighting with family members. You're fighting for family members. Make quality time for your family. Do that in 2023. You'll, you'll never regret it. You'll never reg regret ever in your life investing in your family. This is hitting so close to home, and, and I know most of you uh, that have been listening to The Torch, you know that my, uh, and just a quick update on my dad. My dad is still in hospice care, along with my mother's incredible care, and I just honor my mom for uh, how she has cared for my dad lovingly, tenderly, faithfully, uh, but also in hospice care, and um, we we don't know how much longer Dad's going to be here. We're so thankful he came through Christmas, uh, the New Year, with our family. And uh, I can't talk about that too much. My emotions are right under the surface. But back to my point. <clears throat> you will never, ever regret investing and in, in taking the time for quality time for your family in 2023. So invest there. Third, Invest in your health and your mental health. Make it a priority in 2023. Be healthy in your body. Be healthy in your mind. Be healthy in your eating. Take time. Man, take time for yourself. Man, this is important. I know it seems so practical. Hold on. I need some more coffee. It's been quite a morning, but it's been a gorgeous morning. It's just been quite a morning. All right.
All right. Take time for yourself. All right. Um, don't don't allow yourself to run on fumes. Does that make sense? Keep your body sharp. Keep your mind sharp. Keep your spirit sharp. Make sure you're building yourself, your body, your mental health. Get stronger this year. So invest in your health and your mental health. Read, study, okay? Invest, This is, I believe this is number four, invest in your finances. Get out of all debt. Oh, friend, get out of all debt and stay out of debt. The government is not your provider, can I get a witness? Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, is your provider. El Shaddai, our father of more than enough, he's our provider. Keep building your financial storehouses this year. Tithe and give. Come on. Build your reservoirs. Build your storehouses. Amen? Build your storehouses, your cash, your gold, your silver, precious, precious metals, investment, real estate. Don't be like the fool, ladies and gentlemen, who, who sees danger coming and is not preparing. Scripture for that, Proverbs 22, verse 3, NIV, the prudent or the wise man, he sees danger and he takes refuge, but the simple keep going and they pay the penalty. In the New Living Translation, it says the prudent or the wise person they foresee danger and they take precautions. The simpleton goes blindly on and suffers the consequences. So what's my point? Prepare. This year, invest in your finances. Invest in your future. Invest in what is coming. Lay up for these years that are coming ahead of us. Next, this may be number five, number six. Invest in the family of God, your local church. Man, invest in your local church. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25, it says, Do not forsake the assembling of ourselves together in a matter as some are doing, but exhorting one another in so much more as you see the day approaching. What am I saying? Be faithful to, to the work of the Lord. Be faithful to the local ecclesia that God has set you in. Go there, serve, serve, serve. Serve the local church. Find a place to serve. Find a place to grow. Find a place to give yourself. Find a place to allow iron to be sharpened iron in the, in the safety of a right community. Get in a strong, robust community. Get in a place where people practice real relationships, not phony, weak relationships. Get in a place where they practice real relationships, where you can be corrected and properly properly corrected, gently corrected, right? All right. Um, invest. All right. Invest in your local church. Find a place to serve. You know, as for us, for those of you that are listening, you know, uh, from Victory at Church of His Presence, we're going to be busy this year, especially in outreach to our city. We're asking God, Lord, show us how to disciple our city. Show us how to disciple this region. We're going to be busy about winning souls. We're going to be <laughs> we're going to be busy about winning souls, discipling new believers, training and equipping biblical literate believers. We're going to be investing in others, investing in the family of God. So, my friend, invest in your local church. Give your time, give your talents, give your treasures. Stretch this year. Stretch this year. Lastly, big point. 
Invest in the United States of America. God is counting on his ecclesia that Jesus is building, the true church, and the true church is involved right now in this work of saving the United States of America. You have a role. Those of you watching me right now, those of you listening to me right now, I remind you, you have, you have. Do not underestimate your calling. Do not underestimate your assignment. You have a key role. You have a key assignment to play in this hour for the saving of this nation. And this is the assignment that we have to embrace and cling to right now as the ecclesia. We know that. We know that here at Victory. This, this, is, part, this is part of our mission. And uh, we're not going to abandon that. And also, we understand that our vision here is that we are contending to live every day in personal revival, but we're also contending for national awakening and for generational reformation. And so, again, guys, invest this year. All right? One more time. I'm going to go back to the top. Invest in what is most precious. Invest in your relationship with God. Invest in your family. Invest in your health and your mental health. Invest in your finances, preparation, amen. Invest in the family of God, your local church. And finally, invest in the United States of America. I tell you what, folks, we live in the greatest nation on the planet. And I'm so grateful. I love this, this beloved country. So grateful. And I want to go back to the front of this train. I want to take you to Romans chapter 15 one more time. And then I'm going to give a few announcements, and we're going to come to a close. Now, may God, the fountain of hope, fill you to overflowing and uncontainable joy and perfect peace as you trust Him. And may the power of the Holy Spirit continually surround your life with His super abundance until you radiate with hope. Man, that's so mighty. Father, thank you for friends. Thank you for this time. I thank you for this first launching out episode of 2023. Make it a blessing. Let it go far and wide. May it be shared everywhere. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. couple announcements before we end. Big announcement. We have our 2023 Israel trip coming up. You can go to victoryfla.com soon. We are about to open registration very, very soon on our Israel trip, September 3rd through September 15th. Our final day there is the beginning of the Feast of Trumpets on our last day there in Jerusalem. You're going to see all the details coming out on our website very, very soon. Um, you can go to victoryfla.com. Look for that. You'll see the Israel banner. We're about to launch that. And um, you want to sign up. We're, uh, my wife and I, we're leading, uh, along with our friend Steve Hansen, we are bringing a trip of 40, uh, no, 44, a team of 44, 45 on this trip. So you'll see the seats uh, available for that. You want to look into that. It's going to be powerful. If you've never been to Israel, it is life-changing. Just phenomenal. I could spend a whole episode on that. Um, next. If you haven't downloaded our app, Victory FLA app, please do that. There's going to be a lot of resources coming out this year beyond the torch through media. Get 
our app. Download it today, Victory FLA. Get the app. For those of you that are local in the region, if you're in the southwest Florida region, as far as, I mean, from Fort Myers to Tampa, come join us this Saturday night. Dear friend of mine, Russ Klein, great messenger, seasoned, proven, prophetic messenger of the Lord. has been used for decades globally. I love Russ. We've been dear friends since 1998. I love his wife, Kim, their daughter, Shekinah. Russ will be with us. Uh, this Saturday night. Join us then. And then lastly, last announcement, I really want to wish my wife, Bren, a beautiful, beautiful birthday. This is a big birthday for my wife. I can't say the number online or (laughs) live on this episode. I'm not allowed to say the number, Uh, but my wife and I met on her 19th birthday in uh, Southeastern Bible College in Lakeland, Florida. And uh, all these years later, uh, we're still together. This is our 28th year in ministry and marriage. And Bren, I just want to wish you the greatest birthday. And I love you with all of my heart and all that I am. And just so proud of you. And thank you for your love. Thank you for our family, our children. Thank you for your partnership, for who you are to this ministry. Um, You are an incredible woman of God. You are a woman of honor, a woman of integrity, and I love you with all of my heart. Happy birthday, sweetheart. Listen, friends, um, it's been a great day. It's been a great day. Such a good time, good episode, strong. Love you guys. Listen, until we meet again, ah, uh, yeah, you know what I'm going to say. You know what I'm going to say. The future doesn't belong to the God-haters. The future doesn't belong to the God-mockers. The future belongs to the righteous, and the righteous are bold as lions. Until I see you or you hear me again, keep the fire burning. <laughs>